Let us continue the series that we've been having, specifically entitled, This Week is Better Covenant, or Partners in the Kingdom, Lesson 4. This is our last, because by next week, mabalik na, ma-change na takit sa nga series of lessons. This is our last on the subject of giving or partnership financially in the kingdom of God. And uh, I hope this is going to help and bless us. If you notice, in the past few weeks, majority sa ginagamit natin passages is Old Testament, Old Testament. And we are known as a grace church grounded in New Testament truth. Pastor nga wala New Testament. You know, many churches don't want to preach this because they said, hindi na siya applicable sa New Testament. Well, I'm going to share it with you right now and then you decide. All right, we're going to read from the book of Hebrews, chapter 8 and verse 6. I'm reading here Hebrews 8 and 6. But now Jesus, our high priest, has been given a ministry that is far superior to the old priesthood. For he is the one who mediates for a better covenant with God based on better promises. Once again, this is better covenant. Or Partners in the Kingdom, volume number four. We are going to see why this is still relevant and applicable in the New Testament. Let us pray. Father, thank you for your word. Our hearts are open. We are ready. Speak to us, Holy Spirit. Plant the seeds deep in our hearts. We open our hearts, oh God. Come in and minister to us. We need you in Jesus' name. Everybody said amen. Amen. Okay, so Partners in the Kingdom, lesson number four. Now, if you remember, our first lesson is entitled what? The first is mine. Very good. It is a statement given by God to remind us all ngang first ka belong sa iyam ng lesson number one. Now, you may ask a question, Pastor, why does it matter? Dapat hindi pwedeng second. What if the second is just as much as the first or the value, the monetary or the asset sense or the quality of the second is just as good as the first. How about the third? How about the fourth? Let me tell you something right now. For us, it's rationally thinking the second one is just okay. But for God, it matters. Ang Dios hindi offended. He's not offended by the amount. He is, or, or by the type of effort. He is offended, and offended is not a term, but he is particular about the motivation that is in our heart. The motivation matters so much to God. Now, ina isa kabagay nga gusto ko maintindihan natin, gusto sa Dios ginauna tagid siya perme. It matters to Him. May mga ibang nga preachers nga nagapati sa healing, ginakondemn nilang mga doktor, masiling sila nga, o mga doktor, mga kampuni sa tanas. Okay, gusto nila healing, healing, miraculous na nun. I agree with that, and I believe in supernatural healing, but I don't see there. Is, I don't see that there is anything wrong with going to the doctor or popping a pill or or uh, having yourself checked up. Wala sa problema da. Here's the thing. When it comes to that, even doctors agree with this, that there is a greater healer than them. And that is God Himself. So, ang para sa Dios, it's not that He is angry when you go to the doctor. He just doesn't want to play second fiddle. Ang batasan natin, Perme, himuuntang tanan natin until nga dawala na may mahimo, ano muna pagkatuta sa Dios. Now, God still loves you. He's not going to change His mind or heart towards you. But it does show what He really feels. So, it matters to God. Nga ginauna ta siya. The first 
is mine. Is separate mo din ang una. Ang next ang lesson is, it also connects to that, talking about ownership and stewardship. The reason why these things offend a lot of people is because at the end of the day, we still think that these things belong to us. I'm just going to reiterate, we do not own anything at all. What you think you own is nothing more than an illusion. The money you have in the bank, isalang kagera, isalang ka recession, you could lose everything in the blink of an eye. The property, that fast because you don't really own anything. Nobody owns anything. The one who owns everything is God alone. So, kung ma-realize mo na, kung ma-masugtan mo na ang mga in-reality sa iyong life, sa iyong heart, then it's not a problem anymore. It's no longer an issue because you are not the owner. You are what? The steward. Mga steward kita, mga utod, ginapamanage sa Diyos sa aton ang iyang mga assets. Last week, we talked about Another lesson. What is the title? Kung dumduman niyo. This is a test. Why does it matter to God? Nga kinalang tenth gate. Nga hindi eleventh. Nga hindi twelfth. Nga hindi fifty para mas dako. Nga hindi nine para at least medyo magan. The value is not what matters to God. It's just that that number ten signifies test. And God is saying, I want to test you in this as you test me too. He said, test me in this. So the number numerical value 10 signifies testing. Tandaan niyo mga utod ang Diyos, wala nag-require sang anything sa aton to bankrupt us. The intention, the motivation is not to take from us, to take. God is not a corrupt tyrant who just wants to take for his own benefit. The reason why he wants you to believe in his promises is because he wants you to join in this blessing that he has already instituted since the beginning of time. And now we come to this new subject entitled the Better Covenant. Now I want you to understand something that is so powerful. Tithing is still relevant in the new covenant. Now, let me give you a quote from Randy Alcorn. I don't know if familiar familiar. He said this, Tithing isn't something I do to clear my conscience so I can do whatever I want with the 90% because it also belongs to God. Listen, don't do this because you're feeling guilty. If you're just feeling guilty, don't do it all. In fact, the Apostle Paul said, even if I give all of my goods, I bestow all of my goods to feed the poor. Even if I give my body to be burned. But if I don't do it because of love, then it profits me nothing. The word profit there means it gains me nothing. Wala, it doesn't advance you. It doesn't bless you. It doesn't make you better. The motivation is just as important. Here's the great Billy Graham. He said this, if a person gets his attitude toward money straight, it will help straighten out almost every other area in his life. Tandaan yun mga kauturan. God has only one karibal in the Bible. And it's not the devil. No, 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 no. The only karibal sang Dios is money. Everybody say money. You cannot serve two masters. When the Bible said that, he didn't say you can serve God and Satan. Lakat ka sa dalan, subong gwa to. Right? Pamangkot ka, isa kalibo katawo. I worship the devil. I guarantee you that would be really, really lucky. Because nobody wants to worship the devil. Church, listen, is money. Because intrinsically, by nature, we are greedy. 
my greed na deep-seated sa atong heart. And listen to this, the only antidote to greed is generosity. The only antidote to greed is giving. No other antidote to that. And God wants us to, ang gusto sa is open ang atong heart, i-open ang atong lives para maghapus ang flow sa blessing. Now watch this. Sa mga mindset, like isa, like sa mga pungsoy, nakita ko lang one time sa YouTube, sa, sa Hong Kong, sa Taiwan, sa mga Chinese, nga, mga dominated nga mga societies, especially sa, like sa China, Hong Kong, Taiwan, where Feng Shui is like really strong. Bisa sa Pilipinas, harap man na. May mga actions sila ginihimong mga businessman gani eh, that would cost them multiplied billions of dollars. All in all, sa, isa, sa Hong Kong alone, billions of dollars naging gasto sa mga businessmen dito para lang i-position ang ilang properties they could have saved a lot of money para lang ma-position ng property lang may sa building na may buho o sa tunga para may agyan ko noong dragon. And these people are smart people. But somehow they believe this thing nga I don't think really even exists. But they're willing to lay down some sense of finance para lang sa something hindi sigurado. But I'm telling you right now, when it comes to the Word of God, you can take it to the back. When God gives a promise, He always, always, always fulfills. Now look at our, let's go back to our verse. It's really powerful. Look at this again. But now Jesus, our high priest, has been given a ministry that is far superior. Everybody say superior. Amo na hindi ko mentiyan nga may mga tao ya nga sige sila to gravitate sa old nga may ara new that is far superior to the old the old priesthood for he is the one who mediates for us for a better covenant everybody say better do you like better Good is good, but better is always better. And the Bible says what Jesus mediates with us and for us is a better covenant based on better promises. Now, let me just burst your bubble. Let me be anticlimactic. In the Old Testament, sa Malakai, kintunan natin last time, last week, atong this is a test, wala kong gimbasa ang verse 9. Because ang verse 9, it goes like this. You are, if you don't tithe, you are cursed with a curse. Even the land is cursed because of you. But listen to me. In the New Testament, that has already been taken care of through Jesus Christ. So that's why it's a better covenant. The blessing still remains. The opportunity is still there. The favor of heaven is still there. But it is a better covenant. God has lifted the curse from it and made it a better covenant. It didn't say better curses, but better promises. Better promises. Ang problema sa aton, mas nag-resonate kita actually. Listen, sa fear, mas gusto naton nga ginapahog ta. Mas gusto ta nga ginahold up kita. Mas gusto ta nga mahambal ang preacher. Kung hindi ka maghatag, mamasakitin yung kabataan, maflat ang imugoma. See, that is all the wrong motivation. The motivation should only be because of love. Because God loves me so much. For God so loved the world that He gave. For Ryan so loved God that He gave. That's the only one and true motivation. Wala na sang iban. See, the curses have been removed. But the promises are better. The curses have been removed, but the promises are better. Watch this. I'm winning I'm, ending, but we're going to go and take it one step at a time. So the question is like, goes like this. Is tithing still applicable for the new covenant believer? Let's see. 
When you're studying the Bible, especially hermeneutics or what we call biblical interpretation, in there, mentioned mga rules or laws. Kaya hindi kita basta kapinalagpat lang interpret sang Bible. Especially when we interpret the Bible, dapat exegetically empirical. Dapat wala sang sala. Dapat as much as possible. Perfect ang imo exegesis. In the eisegesis, it's a different topic. But in relating to the law, the law continues unless it is superseded by a greater law. Listen. Permiyo ko na batian nga preach, nga preach. Um, we have a tapos na tong law. We are under grace. But listen, ang law ngayon found hindi na siya makancel or madula unless it supersedes siya sa mas greater nga law. So, ang pamaagis ang Diyos is not nga gina-change niya ang mind niya. It's not nga gina-cancel niya ang ways niya. No. What He does is, He presents something until something better comes in. Watch. And then that something better, He applies to us because He's a good Father. Am I right? Mayo siya nga amay. Hindi akapag-ipabilin sa law forever. That's why He took you out of the law and put you into grace. It is something better. Now, I'm gonna show you some illustrations or some example. A good example is the old system of sacrifices, which is in the book of Hebrews, chapter 10. I'm going to read. Now, medyo Bible study kita. Pamate, this is important. Watch this. The old system under the law of Moses was only a shadow. Everybody say shadow. Anong shadow sa ilong landong? Atong makita mong law ni Moses, atong mga Ten Commandments, atong mga temple, atong... ano na siya tawag sa Bible? Shadow. Landong. So kung lang mong landong ko, it has the resemblance of me. It probably looks like me, but it is not really me. It pictures me. Okay? It casts a form of me, but it's not really me. So ang Old Testament law to, watch this, hindi kito amu ang Diyos. Pero nagkast siya ng minute nga detail a little bit of detail, just enough para makita natin kag makilala ang Dios until nga nag-abot ang perfect Word of God, which is Jesus Christ, kag siya ang nagpakilala sa Dios. Now watch this. Kung ang imperfect nga law, watch, kag ang imperfect nga law, nga shadow lang, my blessing sa tithing, how much more ang substance na gid, nga halin kay Jesus Christ Himself, how much more of a blessing. If that Old Testament promises this, if I will not open the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing, how much more that right now we have better promises. Now watch. The old system under the law of Moses was only a shadow, a dim preview. Dim, mitutulum, nga preview. Trailer. Sino sa inyo kagilan tao trailer? Kapag lantaw mo trailer, nalantaw, feeling mo nalantaw mo na bilog na movie. No. You know what the intention of a trailer is, of a preview is? The intention of a preview is to whet your appetite, to make you feel like something better is coming. Something good is coming. Now watch this. Preview of good things to come. Not the good things themselves. Now watch. The sacrifices under that system, look, look, were repeated again and again, year after year. But they were never able to provide perfect cleansing for those who came to worship. So every year, nag-sacrifice sila sang mga sapat. Para sa ano? Para sa kapatawaran sang kasalanan. Especially sa Day of Atonement. So, mapakasala ang mga tao sa Israel for the entire year. And then by the Day of Atonement, Yom Kippur, they will sacrifice the Lamb, the perfect sacrifice. Para nga ma-forgive sila for their sins. Pagsala naman nila, buwas, 
hulat naman sila sa next ng Yom Kippur para patawad sila. And they did that year after year after year after year. But watch this. But they were never able to provide perfect cleansing for those who came to worship. That's why Jesus is the better sacrifice. He's the perfect sacrifice because the old way did not provide perfect cleansing, but the sacrifice of Jesus cleansed us perfectly. As soon as He uh, that's what I'm saying. It continues, the law continues until it is superseded by something better. And in this way, one of the basic foundations of the Jewish religion is a sacrifice for atonement. And then it was superseded by the sacrifice of the Son of God. Watch this, which is so much better. Look at this. For it is not possible for the blood of bulls and goats to take away sins. Atong sacrifice nila. Though band aid on an amputated arm. <laughs> Does that make sense? Though kin band aid lang ang nautod nga kamon. Though hindi okay siya, mas mayus ang sa wala, pero hindi to among pinaka the best. Why? Ang makakuha lagid sang kasalanan, amo si Jesus Christ. Again, a better law supersedes an inferior one. Now, that is why, here it is, when Christ came into the world, He said to God, you did not want animal sacrifices or sin offerings, but you have given me a what? A body to offer. Watch this, a body to offer. Then He said, look, I have come to do your will. Look, look guys. And then He cancels the first covenant in order to put the second into effect. Ano can cancel ya? Watch this. Hindi tanan yung covenants. Anong king cancel ni Jesus? King cancel niya ang covenant of sacrifices. And then he put the second one into effect. What's the second one? His own sacrifice. His own body hanging on a tree. How will I know? Because in the book of Galatians, watch this. There's another covenant. The covenant of God to Abraham. I will bless those that bless you. Wherever you go, you shall be blessed. Everything you see will be yours. Everything your foot touches will be yours. You are going to be a blessing. Did you know that that blessing was not canceled? It was actually continued. Not to the physical Jews. But to the, those who believe in Jesus Christ, ang blessing ni Abraham nagpadayon pa katusanton. Was it cancelled? No. It was a covenant before the law that kept on going. Now watch this. I'm gonna show you a few things here. The new covenant, and I dare you, Bible scholars, preachers, pastors, I dare you to stand up and show me one verse. If you do that, I'll change my mind. But the new covenant doesn't mention at once. The dissolution of tithing. Never, not one time. You know what happened in the New Covenant? Tithing just got better. Gin dissolve on curse, but the blessing remains. Watch this. I'm, I'm going to show you here. Medyo mga Bible study, tell you what. The law or the principle of first mention. The law or principle of first mention often establishes a precedent, a pattern, or biblical concept that occurs throughout the rest of the Bible. So, for example, ang isang bagay gin describe first time sa Bible, ang buo na siya mangin pinaka foundation, sang tanan nga definitions until a better one comes in, like a sacrifice, until the sacrifice of Jesus comes in and changes that. Now, watch this. Let's apply this in tithing. Look at this, Genesis four. 14, 18 to 19, si Melchizedek niya. This is the first mention of tithing. Now look at this. Then Melchizedek, 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 king of Salem, 
brought out bread and wine. This is the first mention of the communion. Brought out bread and wine, and he was priest of God Most High. And he blessed Abram, saying, Blessed be Abram by God Most High, creator of heaven and earth. And praise be to God Most High, who delivered your enemies into your hand. Then Abram gave him a what? A tenth or a tithe of everything. Now, I had a friend who once told me, well, hindi man niya pasti, hindi man niya kadabula. One time lang ginubran ni Abraham. Number one, you don't have any proof that Abraham only did it once. The only thing that you have there is that you have a record that he did it. Pero wala na kasulat nga once niya lang inbutang. Number two, ang society nila sa una lain. We live in a commercial society right now. employment, and you're going to be paid every 15th, every 30th, or every week, however your payment is. So, a time, like for Abraham, it might take him another year, maybe two, maybe a decade to get another paycheck again. <laughs> Not paycheck, but this time he defeated five kings. Grabbing iyang spoils sa And it gave him enough. Uh, Treasure, gold, silver, weapons, animals. Silingan niya sa Bible scholar, ang loot, ang, ang spoils kaya nakuha ni Abraham was more than enough to keep him, his children, his children's children until the third or fourth generation to still be living well. Amuna kadamo sa isalang lima ka kingdom ang ginpukan niya lima kahari. And in that case, watch this. He gave him a tenth. Of everything. Now watch this, the pastor. Old Testament manatnan. Let's see. So is tithing still applicable in the New Testament? Nagtithe si Abraham kay Melchizedek. Now balik kita sa New Testament. Hebrews 7, 5. Now the law of Moses required that the priests who are descendants of Levi must collect a tithe from the rest of the people of Israel who are also a descendants of Abraham. Silingya, ang tithing connected sa Levitical priesthood. Tapos malumpat siya dayon sa Galatians nga ang Levitical priesthood nagtaliwan na, nagpass away na. We are no longer under the law. We are under grace. We are in the new covenant. So kung nagtaliwan ng Levitical priesthood, nagtaliwan naman ng tithing. Na kung lantawan mo from that perspective, it makes sense. Nagpass away na gali, nga itudlo tapos subong. Because if you read one passage, then it does sound like, ay, di na kinanglan mag-tithe. Kay nagtaliwan na, nagpass away na. Let's see. Let's see. Tanawon natin kung na minsang Bible. Maisol kita gamay. Para maintindihan tang context. 7.5 na. Basahon tang 7.2. Lantawan nyo ha. Then Abraham, this is Hebrews, took a tenth of all he had captured in battle and gave it to Melchizedek. The name Melchizedek means king of justice and king of Salem means king of peace. Consider then how great this Melchizedek was. Even Abraham, the great patriarch of Israel, recognized this by giving him a tenth of what he had taken in battle. What, wait, wait a minute. Let me pause there for a while. This is a little bit of a segue. When you tithe, you actually consider the greatness of the priest that represents you. Oh, you're missing me. As we go on later, makita nyo that Melchizedek represents the priesthood of Jesus. Did you know that every time you separate something and say this is for the kingdom of God, it is a statement that reverberates in heaven saying, I believe God, you are great. You are great. How great thou art. Okay na. Pero ang imo binuhatan, it should also resonate the greatness of God. Now look at this. Verse 5. Balik sa law of Moses. Look at verse 6. But Melchizedek, who was 
not. I know this is Bible study para sa mga bago lang sa church. I am so sorry. I hope you came on a different Sunday when I preach something a little bit more inspirational. But Melchizedek, who was not a descendant of Levi, collected a tenth from Abraham, and Melchizedek placed a blessing upon Abraham, the one who had already received the promises of God. Now look at this. Pag siling mo nga, nagtaliwan na to. Kahit tuod nagtaliwan ng kay Levi nga priesthood. Ano ba siyang Bible? But Melchizedek is not of the lineage of Levi. This is a different kind of priesthood. When was this? This was even before the law. Anong king cancel? Ang priesthood ni Levi. But the priesthood of Melchizedek keeps on going. Now watch, watch. Whenever there is priesthood, there is tithing. Kung wala na priesthood, wala na tithing. But because there's a priesthood, there's always tithing. Nadula, naging mo ng priesthood ni Levi. Pero ang priesthood ni Melchizedek, nga nagkado pakado kay Jesus, nagapadayon hasta subong sa aton panahon. Let me tell you this, and I'm just, I'm not saying this to brag. I have been tithing since I was a boy. And I have been through ups and downs in my life. I've seen the good, the bad, and the ugly of this life. I've, I've, I've been in situations na wala na bilin. But you know, many times kami ni Sharon Damo, kami ginatubang ang mga problema sa kabuhi. Patubangay kami, masinig kami, are you okay? Balik ta sa zero. And we talk to each other and we say, yeah, why would you be afraid to go back to zero? Listen, I'm just gonna say this categorically. Wala ko na hadlok magbalik sa zero. So come at it, whatever the devil throws at me. I'm not afraid to go back to zero. Because you know what? Even a zero, God can turn it to a hero. <laughs> a zero, God starts starting point is not one. God's starting point is zero. You have nothing to add here. Just your faith. Why could look? Because I have seen the hand of God and He has always been good to me. Many times, sa mag-asawa, masilig siya sa kulang ta, kwartadada lang, alangon ta, basinta malagas, may mga payments kita, may amuni, amuni. Pero not one time, wala mo ko gakibogay, pusma lang ko, pero not one time, masawa ko na mautangon talang anay, hindi lang tanay, maghatag subok. That's never happened, and it will never ever happen. You know why? Because I believe, what I preach to you, I believe. There were many instances, yung sweldo ko sa church, hindi kapalapit sa tights ko. So what? That's not the point. So what? You know what I believe? I believe that when you have God on your side, why does it matter? You could always rise up again and be blessed again. Woo. Ah. Watch, watch. Mm. So if the priesthood of Levi, on which the law was based, the law of Moses, could have achieved perfection that God intended, why did God need to establish a different priesthood with a priest in the order of Melchizedek instead of the order of Levi and Aaron? Watch. Ang tithing sa priesthood ni Levi kag ni Aaron was flawed and imperfect because the law was not the best of God. But even at that, the blessings that it brought were powerful. But how much more now? 
that we are in a much better covenant. Gin-separate sang Diyos. Nagbalik siya sa tithing, tithing, tithing. Nagatay sa Abraham tent because this is a priesthood. Nagin-separate niya kay Levi. This is not under the law. This is a different continuance from the Word of God itself. Gin-remind kita sang Bible. Look, look, look. And if the priesthood is changed, the law must also be changed to permit it. For the priest we are talking about belongs to a different tribe whose members have never served at altar as priests. What I mean is, our Lord Jesus came from the tribe of Judah, and Moses never mentioned priests coming from that tribe. So, ang priests sa book of the law, dapat halintanan sa tribe ni Levi. Gets niyo? Pero ang priest ni hindi halin sa tribe ni Levi. Din halin sa linya ni Melchizedek. Sino si Jesus from the tribe of Levi? No. Jesus is from the tribe of Judah. <laughs> Pero priest siya. <laughs> Watch this. This change has been made very clear since a different priest who is like Melchizedek has appeared. Oh, come on, church. You, you, you gotta get this. Wala nakita to. We are really, sakto ng statement, we are not under the law. So yes, we are not obligated to tithe under the law. We are tithing under a different kind of priesthood with a better covenant and with better promises. Okay, I'm telling you, this is not for everyone. I was listening to Joseph Prince and a few other preachers online. Actually, magwali ko sa mga muning bagay. I am my greatest critic. Ang inimo ko na criticize ko kugulingon. Kung natulog kong tanan. Kung ako big critic, paano ko pangitaan buho ang akong kugulingon mga rationale. That's how I do it. And so I listen to others and I try to criticize them. Find faults. And you know what? Harder I try, the more faultless it becomes. The only is this is when you start to look at it maliciously. Like masiling ka nga, ginakwartahan lang ko ni pastor. Kato ka sa the way, kwartahan ka lang da ni pastor, kwaan ka lang da kwarta. Listen, kung amunang imo mindset, you have two options. Number one, change your mind. Because his way is better. Or number two, find another church. Because th this is how this church is going to go. You understand? This is how this church is going to go. This is how we see it. You're not alone in this boat. We are in this together. See, the change has been made. And watch this. Ang priesthood ni Levi, yung start ni Aaron, and then pag nag-diretso pa sa... Gin prophesy kay Levi, gin start ni Aaron until nagkatukatukatuk until nagstop siya kay Jesus Christ. Now watch this. San una untat ang Levitical priesthood. Na untat ang Levitical priesthood when when it was superseded. Balik sa atong original balagina by a greater priesthood. Anong greater priesthood? The priesthood of Jesus Christ that is in the order of Melchizedek. Well, pastor, basi ang priesthood to ni Jesus because if there's a priest. There's a tithe. There cannot be a priest and not be a tithe. Now watch this. Well, Pastor Basi, nagtaliwa naman tungkay Jesus, kay wala na siya. Let's read. And the psalmist, 717, pointed this out when he prophesied. 
You are a priest forever. Forever in the order of Melchizedek. Meaning your priesthood will never end. Ang priesthood ni Levi may katapusan. Why? Because it was imperfect. Pero ang priesthood ni Jesus wala sang katapusan. What's the good thing about that, Pastor? Meaning the promise that you carry with you, it will never end. It will go on forever and ever and ever and ever. That's why, church, I am excited to give. That's why I'm excited to partner in the kingdom. Because the promises are so much better. Sa tutuod lang, hindi, wala pa natin yung tutuod, wala pa ko sinakilala so far. Nga sa tutuod lang, amok kita, nakatutom ngayon, sunod tagin. Ako na ako pa mangkutun mo, ha? either God is telling the truth, or God is lying. And if He's lying, then He's not God. And if He's not God, then everything we're doing is useless, pointless, and vain. Either He's telling the truth, or He's lying. Tanawan nyo, limpa ko di ginapuro scripture. Ginabasa ko lang sa inyo. Kung tutuod ni, kung tutuod ang Diyos, gaway siya gabinutig. Kung gabinutig siya, hindi siya Diyos. Kung hindi siya Diyos, wala pulos ni tanan ginihimu natin. But I don't think that you are here because you believe God is a liar. I believe you're sitting on your pews because somewhere in your heart you believe God made a promise and I'm gonna stand on that promise. I'm gonna believe that promise. It will last forever. That's why I dare you, church. I challenge you. I dare you to try God. Test Him and say, God, kung ni, let me test this. I wanna see this. I want to experience this. God has something for us. Now watch, watch. Jesus or any New Testament writer never mentioned the dissolution of tithing. Never, not one time. Here's another passage. Ginagamit ng balila. Ah, wala na tithing. O tanawan nyo nila sa Luke chapter 11. Basahon ta. Para maklear. Kaya kung may mga tao against the tithing, amun ni ginagamit nila. Ang ginagamit kung mga verses, amun ni ginagamit nila. Now watch. Para maintindihan ta. Look at this. Ginrebuke ni Jesus sa mga Pharisees nga nagatithes. Watch. But woe to you Pharisees, for you tithe mint and rue and all manner of herbs. Watch. And pass by justice and the love of God. Did Jesus say don't tithe? No. He said your motivation for tithing was religious and for the fear of curses. Fear of the curse. But your motivation is not the love of God or the justice of God. love of God, justice of God. Look. And pass by justice and the love of God. These you ought to have done. What's that? What are these? Justice and love. These you ought to have done without leaving the others. Undone. Anong others gonna mean sang Bible? The tithe. And mind you, because this is still Jesus presenting the new, this is even just the Levitical priesthood. Hindi pa ni gani ang Melchizedek nga priesthood. Hindi pa ni priesthood ni Jesus Christ. Kaya wala pa siya naka-offer dito sa langit. Old Testament pa ni. Pero bisan ng Old Testament, nga flawed, kag islan na ni Jesus to ito guy, still can honor niya, kag siling niya, don't leave the tithes undone. 
I want you to do justly, love mercy, walk humbly with your God, but do not leave the tithes undone. Listen, church, if he told you not to leave the tithes undone on a flawed priesthood, how much more on a perfect priesthood based on better promises? Last time, the first message belong the first is mine. Yang sacrifice, kinanglan i ang unclean is sacrifice. Patyon, para ang unclean, may mo nga clean, right? Ang unholy, may mo holy. So, ang una-una nga uh, bata sang donkey, uh, ang una-una nga bata sang sheep, dapat patyon, para in the stead of the unclean donkey, para ang tanan niya nga kabataan, mangin clean. Now, kulang tawon mo at first glance, it's impractical. Nga patyon mong isa, para luwason ng iban. Si sa atun impracticality, pero para sa Dios, it's a message. Message of what? It's a message of what he was gonna do. He's gonna kill one to save all. The death of one means the cleansing of all. Once ang Dios maghatag principles, do naga apply almost sa tanan. Siliganin Pastor Robert Morris, it's like Jesus is God's style. He gave Jesus to you before you even loved God, before you raised your hand and shouted hallelujah, before you knew one worship song. He already gave Jesus. He tithed his son. Watch this. Ang gintudlo ko to, balang Old Testament to, but look at this. It's also, the principle still applies. It doesn't cancel it out. Lantawan yun sa book of Romans, chapter 11, verse 16. It doesn't cancel it out. It's just made better. Look. For if the first fruit is holy, ano means ang word ng holy? Sanctified or separated. Meaning, pag abut sang imo first fruit, ang first fruit sang una, tawag nila sa Bible first fruit because they live in an agricultural society. Almost, wala pa tech sa tunga time. Wala pa VA sa tunga time. Wala pa to mga coffee shop. Wala pa to sang mga restaurant. Wala pa to sang, sang auto dealerships. Wala pa. So almost everything is agricultural or war. Or merchant, merchandising, kabaligya sa mga silver or whatever. So, but see, the first fruit or the first increase is holy. Meaning, if it is separated, look at this, what, hap- what happens next? The lump is also holy. Meaning, Kung i-separate mo ang first, ang bilog nga tumpok, may mo holy. Did you know that naturally, the stance of money, if you ask Jesus, this is not Ryan, this is Jesus. Jesus calls money the unrighteous mammon. And he said, whoever is faithful in the unrighteous mammon, whoever is faithful in the least, is faithful in much. Ang naminya sa the least, basahan nyo, the unrighteous mammon or money. He calls money unrighteous. By nature, intrinsically, money is unrighteous. It's not evil. It's just carnal and not in right standing with God. That's why it's not righteous. It's unrighteous. But watch this. As soon, watch, as you separate the first, the rest of it becomes holy. Oh, you're missing it. You're, you're, you're missing Bible. You separate the first, and the rest is also holy. And if the root is holy, so are the branches. Meaning, kunang gamot mangin balaan, ang tanan nga magagwa siya, puro tanan balaan. Puro tanan holy. Church, I'm telling you right now, and I hope I preach to somebody as I speak to you as of this moment. If the love of money is the root of all evil, then what are you going to do to change the root? What are you going to do? Separate what belongs to the Lord and then the root becomes holy and then everything else becomes holy. Amo naman sa Bible, ang paghigugma sa kwarta, amo ang root sang tanan nga kalautan, 
But what happens kung ang kwarta is separate mo ng road? It's no longer evil. It becomes blessed. It becomes holy. It becomes righteous. Amuna saktugit ang Bible. The blessings of the Lord. It maketh rich and it adds no sorrow to it. It adds no sorrow to it. Listen, church. Salamat ko sa Dios sa grace of God. Sa unang nagatay sa kung na kagunim sa moment nga mamis ka sa bata pa ko ginasukot ko permis ang nanay ko. Amo mo na ginobras ang asawa ko sa kabataan ko. And that's okay. Every week, pilalawans mo, pilanabaton mo, pilaginatagsi mo. Ang mga Jewish family, sa mga kabataan nila, may mga jar na sila. Every time magsisi sila anything, una-una gina. May una-una gina nga jar from left to right. Tire. Una-una gina. Next is offering. Next is savings. Next is bills. Ang mabilin si mo, more than half man nag-iapon. Amo na ang bahala ka kung nanuhon mo na. But always follow the system. You know, the Jews are about less than 3% of America but own 40% of the wealth. Salamat sa ginoo sa grace. Kasi una ako, may mga time kasi abala nga daw, ginabuhinan mo. Sa bata ka pa. Grabe na din nga guilt ko. Feeling ko, basi madisgrasya ko. Tabo ko sa dalan. Gabantay na ko. Wala to. Basi makbungguan ko sa jeep. Pero salamat sa grace of God nga natapos na ng fear nga na. Subong kong maghatag ko, hindi fear ang mabatsyagan ko kung accepted ko, hindi. Ang mabatsyagan ko, ang awesome privilege to be a part of the kingdom of God. My privilegio, my pride ka within you. Not for your own, but my pride ka, my sense of belongingness ka. Di ba ginwali ko sa inyo last time? God doesn't need money, but He wants your heart. Nga agi nang insist gid sang Dios nga dapat magboot mag separate mong parts ng imong income pagkatapos sa kingdom. You know why? Because where your treasure is, your heart will also be there. Insindihan na sang Dios kay siyang nagtuga sa imo. Kung diin mo ginaallocate ang imo manggad, watch. Ang heart mo gasunod. Your heart will never be in the kingdom of God if you don't allocate your wealth into the kingdom of God. Amen. I'm going to give you a quote from the great, the late great Oral Roberts. He said, Tithing is not a debt you owe. It is a seed you sow. Tithing is not an utang. Wala ka utang sa Dios. You don't owe God nothing. You know why? Everything that needs to be paid for was already paid for by the blood and the life of His Son. So, bisa diya magtithes. You don't owe God anything. But you know what? Tithing is not a debt you owe. It is a seed that you sow. Why do you sow? Because you understand the power that God has placed in the Word, in the seed. God doesn't curse, but disobedience is unbelief, and it opens you to attack. Isa kina panumdum ko paano niga abot ni mga attacks kini man. Ngaduga ka ego ko perbi man. Isa financially, hindi narealize ko ang Dios walaga curse. Pero sa Ephesians chapter six, nawan yon. Siling sang Bible put up the shield of faith in the armor of God. Amun ang taming defense mo against the what? Against the wiles of the devil. The sword is for attacking. The shield is for defending against attacks from the enemy. Watch this. What is faith? Faith is not optimism. Faith is not wishful thinking. Faith is not positive thinking. Faith is the Word of God. Hearing the Word and obeying the Word. It may sound positive sometimes. 
on the rare occasions, because you don't understand it, it sounds negative to you. But faith, watch this. What is faith? Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the Word of God. So the Word of God tells you, do this. Pero ano man yung katigasang ulo naton, we just refuse to do it. Bisan ginabalbal ka nakagara sa tubangan mo ginambalan ka pa. You rationalize it in your mind. Bas hindi mangit guru amuna katuod. Do presbela kay Eva kagay Adan. Did God really say it? Bas verbatimly sure ka mo ginakay basi la ingiman ng meaning sang Dios. Amo ginas specialty sa mga babae. Pwede ko ako sa mga babae ang something ng ginsulat sang abogado kagimuon ng nobela. Tanan ng meanings, tanan ng kama, tanan ng punctuation, may meaning sa babae. That's why as much as possible, hindi ka mag-text sa babae kung gainit ulo niyo nga dua. Kaya ang tanan mo, pati yung K mo, ang meaning niya, sinagrabe. Tawgi, tuba nga, hindi pa kitext, kaya ang text, my goodness, kululbaan. Ang imuya mo lang niya, ang iyayamo niya. Niyamo namin, kung aga panumdum ka na, girls. Don't overanalyze. Some things are just simple. Mahatag ang Diyos word. Hindi pag i-overanalyze. Try it. Amen? Try it. Test it. If it doesn't work, i-muna na kang sa Diyos. Bahala ka muna. Test it. Sinig sa Diyos, test me in this. Test me in this. Test me if it works for you. Now watch this. Watch this. Pag humble si Imo and you just refuse, it's like you're putting your shield down. Tapos may tingala ka, oh, ah, 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 damo ko ikaw, agay, agoy, agoy, ah, 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 tapos mo ka, Lord, din ka, Lord, ngaga mo ni kabuhi ko, why, Lord, why? Tapos madrama kita, patukarun tamo, hindi yun ni season, season namo, generation namo, so na 80s kids, patukarun mo din kanta ni Gary Valenciano, natutulog ba ang Diyos? Natutulog ba? Ikaw may ginoodin ka na. Nga grabe mga tag sa kabuhay ko, Lord. Wala ko trabaho, ginoodin. Promotion ko, Lord. Ginatag sa ibang nga tao. Ako ito, ka-deserve sa ito. Tapos talaga nabasulta sa Diyos. Sometimes the attacks we receive, I'm not saying all the time, but if not sometimes, maybe most of the time, is our own doing. If we would just take God at His word, Pick up the shield of faith and let the word do the talking. Every time gin attack is ang demonyo si Jesus siling yah. It is written. Turn these stones to bread. It is written. Jump from this high pinnacle. It is written. Bow down and worship me. It is written. Listen to me, guys. If Jesus the Word said it is written and used the Word, how much more kita, church? Listen. I am daring you in Jesus' name. It is written. It is written. Carl B. Pratt said it this way, tithing is not a matter, matter of money, really. It is a matter of faith. Faith in the Lord. I'm going to tell you this right now. It's not, the issue is not money. The issue is do you really believe the Word of God? Tithing is not a performance-based act. It is one of love and Devotion. Kung ako lang yung pamosugtan mo, kung ako lang yung bino, hambalang ko yung Lord, hindi lang muna. May nanda. Pila ka years kung nagpastor. Wala ko, wala po ko kaagitudlo series on giving. 
Maintok ko here and there. My wife knows. Sometimes mawali ko one message. You know why I never did it. Katuka mo sa ibang nga church. Ibang guru sinyo, haling ka mo sa ibang nga church. May mga churches ganit din sa Pilipinas. Ngalin bala sa City Harvest sa Singapore. Ramon na ilang nga base. Every Sunday, my message on tithing before magkua tithes and offerings. Every Sunday na. Before magkua sa offering, may wali party sa offering. Siling ko, pag start ko sa church, siling ko, ibahin natin. Para hindi, you know, you know, tao man si Pastor Ryan, gawa sa lakman ko, ang buwan yung pinakadako ko nga sa lakman. I was so concerned about being liked by my people. I don't care about the other people. I don't care what, if they like me or not. Pero kamo, your opinion matters to me. Tamo iban nga pastor galibak sa akin, huwag ikuga ipik bisan gamay. Nami ta natulog ko. Pero once bisan isa lang kayang people, isa lang kabata mag-comment, ginabat siya ko. Because kamo ang sheep naging butang sang Diyos akin. Your opinion matters to me. And for many years, I think it's, my fault is this. I was a people pleaser. I, wanna, I think I got addicted because I know I'm a good preacher. I know I'm charismatic. I could speak well and I have good leadership and I have a strong personality. I, I, I know that. Ang flip side sina is you want to be liked. I'm being honest with you, church. I want you to like me. I don't care about the opinion of others, but I want you to like me. And that's not wrong until you allow that feeling to dominate your life. And for a moment there, I allowed that feeling to dominate my life. And every time preach about this, I held back 20 plus years, believe it or not, and this is my first time to speak on a series on giving. I want to say this once again before we end. Forgive me. I love you guys so much. I don't want you to be offended. I don't want you to be hurt. I don't want you to look at me Nga daw charlatan o manugtunto. Because I know, damo ang abuses nga natabo sa body of Christ. Damo ang mga pastor nga ang kwartas ng church, gimbakal, aeroplano. I'm not against buying planes or anything. But they were abused, they were stolen, they were taken. I'm guaranteeing you right now, it's not happening in our church. Sila yung Sharon sa akin, dapat ka na magtudlo giving. Sila ko, ah, you know what? Instead of teaching giving, I will give. I will not take any money from the church and I will continue to work. Maybe that would be my statement. But you know what? It didn't change anything. Because at the end of the day, it's not my sacrifices that will change you. It is the sacrifices of Jesus. It's what His Son did. The reason why you need to hear this is this. Watch. Because the potential of this better covenant has been stifled. I'm going to end with this quote from Joseph Prince. He said it this way. You can count the seeds in an apple, but you can never count the apples in a seed. When he said this, when he quoted this, he was talking about tithing. You can count the seeds that you sowed, but you can never count how many apples will be in that seed. See, mo possibly one seed lang isa kabinhi. Pero isa kabinhi, pwede mangin isa kapuno. Ang isa kapuno, isa kalibo kamansanas. Isa, ka, sa isa kalibo kamansanas, pila kalibo nga binhi, pila ka seeds. What you probably see is one seed. But God is intending to create a forest in your life. An orchard of never-ending favor and blessings. 
Sige, sige, na-narrow down ta ang Diyos. Ay, hindi na pwede pa sa story. Kasi siyempre, kung buhinan ko ni Amuna lang ni 1 plus 1 equals 2. No. That's not how it counts. Partnership in the kingdom goes like this. One can bind a thousand, but two binds ten thousand. It doesn't make sense because in natural minds of human beings, if you take, you lose. But in the mindset of God, the more you give, the more you receive. Si, si, lain ang, 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 ang concept natin, siling natin, kung madulaan ko, mabuhinan ko, say ang Diyos, unless a seed falls into the ground and dies. You're, you're, you're still missing me. Well, I said this before and I'll say it again. When God wants you to sow a seed, He's not intending that seed to leave your life. Just leave your hands. It leaves your hands, but it doesn't leave your life. It leaves your hands, but it goes to your future. It goes to your tomorrow. Now, you may not see the harvest the very next day, but the Bible says, weeping may endure for the night. Joy comes in the morning. If you do not fail, the harvest is eventually on its way.